0: Time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah It starts from the inside, it spreads wide And everything will be alright Just know that it will be alright It will be alright It will be alright be all right oh, in the morning it will be all right yeah. hey. yo join the conversation hashtag marshals play so we will be in um, Austin, Texas, yes, um, next week on the we have a show with T with Queen and Jay. Mm-hmm. We will be at South by Southwest, um, representing for the trans girls and boys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> ready, I'm um, taking over. The Batty Brigade is taking over so it will be um t with queen and Jay is doing a live show and they are going to have me and a stephanie from bag ladies on as guests me and z will be there in the audience having fun and mm-hmm. contributing um and i think hopefully <laughs> lena will be there too i think they Who's got lena? lena is the co-host of um bag ladies okay. with a stephanie gotcha. um Sam and Queen will be doing a um a panel discussion with what is her name from Pies and Color? It's like a boy's name, but oh God. Barry Barry from Pies <laughs> and Color. <laughs> I was like I was like it's a boy's name I think from Pies and Color. They will be doing a p- panel on where are the black scents in you know in the podcasting world—they love mm. to take our culture and do all of our things, but they love not to sound black. <laughs> and so they're going to discuss that in a panel. Oh. Their panel is before ours. <laughs> I think theirs is in the morning, and then the T. Queen and Jay live show is at twelve. So if you are, uh, you got a pass. You need to get some T. Queen and Jay in your life, and some marshall's Play, and some Bag Ladies, and some Interhall Uprisings. You need to have all of that in your life Mm -hmm. at South by Southwest. We're going to be the blackest thing there, the blackest events there. (laughs) So come on, come through. Now, we know that them passes is expensive. Oh, true. we know the passes is expensive so what we have all done all the pa- podcasts that are going to be involved in this situation we are having a meetup in the evening that you can come to for free come on access oh, wow. yeah come on you can come down to um god I'm going to post the information because I don't know the first name. Something Cantina. I can't remember the first (laughs) name. Um, But it's going to be five to seven. I'm going to post the information on our Instagram so you can check it out um, once all of that is done and together. What else? Oh, Mia did a guest spot on a podcast this week.
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. I did. I did do a a guest spot on a podcast this week. We can definitely put in the link.
0: Yeah, put the link in the Mm -hmm. bottom. What's the name of the podcast? <laughs> you don't forgot the podcast, bitch.
2: Don't put that. it. <gasps> <diamond.
0: laughs> Something about who is ready or.
2: What's the Remedy podcast? And they were all really, really cool.
0: Oh, yeah. they yeah, were really cool. Questions?
2: They did ask a lot of really good questions.
0: Um, they are Houston based podcasts, right? They're from yes, they H-Town. Are Houston-based Come based on, Texas, yes.
2: out. And um, um one of the one of the um the main hosts, his name is Alan. And then I told him did that you I was like, Well, they um they seen Alan said he seen me on my sister's page and he gotcha. was like, Oh, okay, well let me see what she she has a podcast, so let me see what type of then we can do it so they brought me on they asked some interesting questions and oh. y'all definitely should go check it out and see what y'all think about it
0: and the link will be in the bottom yes. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about so i will be in um maryland baltimore i'll be in baltimore at the end of the month on the 30th when is the conference that you guys are doing z <laughs> i you not know y'all dates? Use her agenda. No,
2: but I put it in my calendar.
0: I put it in my calendar. It- uh huh. Because I, I thought it, it was like in the twenties. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Oh, it's on the thirtieth it's on the 30th yeah I was like y'all I thought it was around the time that I was gonna see, be I out see I put
2: everything on my I put everything in my calendar
0: yeah, that's yes my calendar. Uh, so on the 30th Mia and Z are going to be, do an interview with uh, a conference so be looking out for that it's a digital conference ran by cis women talking about alternative love and um, I think it's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. The girl who um, runs it is T-E-Rica. pretty cool, Tiara. Because she's really, really cool. She, she is. Really she cute. has an interesting story. She. Fashion? This is gonna sound like trash. So apparently, she was married with children, living with her husband. And she totally picked up and left left her kids, left her husband and moved to be homeless in LA to start oh. a whole new life. And so she became a blogger. She just like she lived in shelters, she lived in tents. She lived in she just she just wanted a whole new life. And so she abandoned her whole her, her old life mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I don't know how I felt about it cuz I'm like what about the babies? <laughs> but but When I talked to her and she explained it, it almost was like, I knew my husband could take care of him and I wanted to be free. It felt like trash, but it was like part of me kind of sympathized with her too. I was like, ooh, especially how she explained it. I'm not explaining it as eloquent as she did, but she felt like she was a prisoner and didn't prisoner of her life, of motherhood, prisoner of her marriage, prisoner of everything. And she said, I'm just going to give it all up.
1: Yeah, there's a stereotype around women don't yeah. feel that, don't feel those urges.
0: Right, and they do. Because men do it all the time. <laughs> don't. So she, she's, you know, creating a conference, and I was like, and she hit me up, and I was like, I think Mia and Z will be great for it. So yes, yeah, so that's going to be happening on the 30th, Um, and like I said, I'm going to be, I'm doing some kind of keynote for an LGBT event in Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland, and so I will be up in the D.C. area, having a bomb time. So if you in D.C., let me know. I want to be. I want to wear that.
2: (laughs) Around what time? What time of the year? March. The oh yeah, March. You did say that. Oh, it's gonna be (laughs) called boots.
0: I know.
2: Baby, oh, I some, I listen. I thought it was cold today.
0: Uh, yeah, it was. It was thirty six today in Houston, girl.
2: And I was talking to some people from up north because I talked a lot of my clients are from up north. And they, mm-hmm. they was like, it was kind of warm today. I am like, oh, how 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 warm was it? Yeah, it was like thirty. It was thirty today.
0: <laughs> if that's warm, bitch. <laughs> Baby, get up out of here. So, I got something to tell y'all. If What's y'all don't know. Bitch? What's going on? The greatest entertainer of our lifetime is a pedophile.
2: What? <laughs> oh, R. Kelly. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> Michael Jackson. Ah! I'm sorry. I watched Leaving um, Neverland.
2: Um, oh, I had sent that to z too. but that can't be true. Not no, my good girlfriend. It's, true, it's girl. proof.
0: It's, Not on Diamond. I'm you sorry. I believe them. He's He
1: acts. He acts childlike he acted childlike himself so it's something to me was like mm, i don't know did you watch it and i never watched it but i pay attention to behavior a lot yeah, he like is me.
0: creepy he it, it was textbook pedophilia like how he groomed them how he everything was logical and made sense and yeah, my gut is telling me I believe them boys. I believe them, even through when they were lying and they, their explanation of why they lied.
1: It was one case to where a boy came up and the father came up, and, you know, made him kind of spe- not made him, but they comfortable. They talked about, about it. Jordy, yeah, it's two of the them dad, actually. And the it's dad Jordy. killed
0: himself. Uh, okay, so that's one of the main two dudes. The one who, the dad killed himself, but it wasn't about um, oh, okay. It wasn't about- mo- the molestation part he killed himself because he felt like he was losing his family to Michael Jackson.
2: oh wow.
0: he felt like he was losing his family because they moved from Australia to America because he was give- he had gave them jobs and positions and stuff not the 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 family but the boys, one of the boys and so yo it just it just it's textbook. Pedophilia it's, it's a
1: lot of weirdos in the entertainment industry People don't want to believe And so people that. was like
0: oh he didn't have a childhood And he mm-hmm. And you know he just was treating them And having them um, play and, and do all this fun stuff No he didn't have a childhood But he still was a grown ass man that went through puberty That had a sexuality mm-hmm. He was a grown This is a grown ass man So maybe he didn't have a childhood I didn't have a childhood either Shit Shit and so (laughs) i made
2: my own fucking childhood
0: you still a fucking grown man and you doing creepy ass shit he had he had rooms uh, uh, child he had rooms (laughs) in his house created in his house that was rooms inside of rooms hidden rooms that he can molest these children in giving you very much what is this called It's called Leaving Neverland. Neverland. And there were situations where he had his whole house set up to where he could tell when somebody was coming close to where they were. So they can He would drill them and teach them how to put their clothes on real fast without making noises. He had the money to do all of this. Mm -hmm. He would send the parents off to these sickening ass trips Mm -hmm. and they would spend a night. Even one of the mamas said she was kind of feeling weird about it. But she said so she went up to the door to listen to see what was happening in one of the hotels and she said this particular time she just heard them playing Mm -hmm. it just was like reading books and doing fun little kid stuff but the boy was telling it at the same time his side of the story he was like yes we would do that we would do the plan but the plan would lead to him touching my penis Him giving me oral sex, him wanting oral sex from me, him telling me to stand in front of him and spread my booty cheeks open (gasps) while he masturbates. It is so...
2: Detailed. And when you...
0: It's not only just detailed. It's like everything that they talk about is so logical and makes sense and it just... Me being a person who know how pedophiles work, based Mm -hmm. on my own experiences, Mm -hmm. and how they try to woo you into these situations through kid stuff, through playing games, through you know, through Mm -hmm. being a friend to you and being the fun person. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is, Mm -hmm. and then it'll lead to their hand down your pants to where it feels consensual in a way. It feels consensual in a way, Mm -hmm. and then you create an emotional attachment. I remember. Mm Trigger warning. I'm sorry. This was yeah. Well, it's a little too late, baby. We were yeah. <laughs> We was talking about Mike. So I remember a situation. This and and I still even to this day feel like this was consensual. So I and. and but it was inappropriate because he was an adult mm-hmm. and I was a teenager. Like I was like 14. Mm-hmm. So I would like I was I was a situ- I was a person who put myself in situations to be seduced intentionally.
1: I've heard of I forget what the the term is called. I want to say hypersexuality. I don't know what it's called to where you feel like you can gain a certain power back by being. Um, aggressive mm-hmm. in a way by trying to initiate, even though you don't want to do it, uh-huh. you try to yeah. initiate it to gain that. power back.
0: I can see. I don't think that was my situation. Okay, gotcha. But I, I can see that as well. Mm-hmm. What it was was my mind was mature enough to know. Like I, t- y'all know I told y'all, me and my friends was sucking each other pieces at four and five. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so it, I've been a sexual being for a long time with peers. Mm-hmm. People would we would touch each other. We would experiment. That's just what mm-hmm. I, what me and my friends did. I know other people didn't do that, mm-hmm. but we we touched each other, and it was peers, not adults. No mm-hmm. adult in my preteen years ever touched me in regards to that. But it was me, um my my friends would you know they would just do stuff to me because you act like a girl, so we can we treat you like a girl, <laughs> and I'm living because. I feel that. <laughs> let's wear it out. You and see so, it, I see it. Yeah, let's wear it out. So, <laughs> but when I got older, because I was conscious of those sexual things, and and older men would try to flirt with me, I would flirt back. I wouldn't be like, ooh, be all creepy. I like, ooh, this old man. <laughs> because a dude who I was attracted to, he was twenty eight. And so he was attractive to me. He was fine. Muscles just got out of military and da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But me not having the boundaries of knowing this is an older guy. You're not the you're not supposed to deal with him like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the game. I didn't think like that. So mm-hmm. I would I would grab his dick. And his dick would get hard. He wouldn't try to do nothing with me, but I could see it get hard because I'm touching it. (laughs) And so I would tell him to pull it out. He's like, nah, gone. Get out of here. Get out of here. But I would consistently push the envelope. Mm. And so he took the bait eventually. You feel what I'm saying? He eventually, we messed around. And so I was telling my mom about it. And my mom was over it. Mm. She was like, no. That shouldn't have happened. Like that is molesting He was molesting you. And I was like, "No, he wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> like what I and I was telling her in a way, like I think I was like 21, 22, and I was telling her thinking that she would get it, but she come from sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And so me telling her about a situation where I I felt like I had agency, in this situation
1: as an adult you don't have an excuse though it's like you but be right that. he right. and
0: that's what she was trying to sell to me and i yeah. don't i can't say that i'm all i'm still on board with it i get his responsibility and as an adult now who knows mm-hmm. how that works <laughs> i still i look at the adult and say you have the responsibility to know better. The <laughs> child, even if they're pursuing or even if they're doing some freaky stuff, you supposed to say no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. now that I'm older, I think that. But when I was younger, I was like, he wasn't molesting me. I wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, I, <got> <laughs> I wanted to touch his feet. I was touching him. <laughs> That's how. Like this is what I'm telling my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no, he didn't do anything
2: to me. I kept on. I kept on doing it. I kept on. Oh, touching so you told him. her at 14.
0: I told. Uh, uh, I, no, no, no. 21. I was. I was older. When I told mm-hmm. her the tea. I knew it was wrong. So I didn't tell anybody at the time, <laughs> but when I got older and that's kind of weird too. Like I knew that he could get in trouble. Yeah, right. Do you feel what I'm saying? I knew <laughs> yeah. that he could get in trouble if, if people knew about it because I knew he was older. Mm-hmm. So, so I didn't tell people then, but once I got to adulthood <laughs> and you know, I'm telling my mom mm-hmm. about a story mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, the point is the story, bitch. The, that's <laughs> the molestation. and my mother was like, "No man, <laughs> no man." I remember the feeling of other men. So I liked him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I pursued situations with him. Put myself, you know, I would lay on the on the on the couch with my booty up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Just I would wow. do shit like that. So, but I remember because I was a feminine boy child, other predators who I felt I'm not attracted to you mm-hmm. <laughs> how they would try to get me to be in situations mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I remember like when I was um oh this happened I remember when I was nine this dude my mother was having this dude babysit me and he was trying to trick me into getting like playing truth or dare mm-hmm. and I played truth or dare with some legitimate people and it was fun but he was on some freaky shit. Like, and I could tell, like, even at that age, I knew mm-hmm. that you're trying to set me up to do some sexual stuff. Because remember, I had done sexual stuff mm-hmm. with my peers. But you, at this time, this guy was 15. And I was like, I feel you trying to woo me into this situation. And I don't like you. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. attracted to you. So I don't want to do it. But you're babysitting me. So I don't want to. Like, I'm trying to balance this thing, is, is situation because you actually can get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's, it was I could tell because I'm not attracted to him. I knew what was going on. I could mm-hmm. tell how you're trying to woo me into this situation. Mm-hmm. And multiple things like this happened to me as I got older where older dudes who I were, was not attracted to was trying to woo me into situations with mm-hmm. things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it be video games um, just multiple things mm-hmm. it just happened and so watching leaving neverland and hearing how mike would use his power and money like he would take them to toy store and say get whatever you want mm-hmm. not just whatever you want all of mm-hmm. whatever you want mm-hmm all of whatever right. you want. <laughs> yeah, I saw
1: a video of him going into some museum artifact shop, mm-hmm. just like, "Yeah, I want this one. I want this one. Mm-hmm. This, one. this is how much?
2: One point two million?
0: Okay, put
1: then and no, he didn't even ask the price. No. Oh yeah, he didn't ask the price. If you got to ask the price, down. you don't yep. have enough money, baby.
0: <laughs> <No. about them. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so it 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 was. It's other things in the in the show that y'all might want to check out, and it was. It, but it was interesting to me, and I yeah, I really genuinely believe them even like people keep bringing up but they lied to the court i they they explained to you thoroughly why we lied mike was our friend Mm -hmm. and i didn't want him to be destroyed because i've been loving this man since i was seven and he has intertwined this love and idolization of him into this sexual relationship with me Mm -hmm. and so and coins got involved not just coins because they already had access to this stuff like he used to take them on trips, like anything they wanted, they could get. Mm-hmm. He was going on tour with them, <laughs> so it wasn't about just getting coins. It wasn't about that. Like in the, you can see how it progressed to something else, mm-hmm. and how he would use them as pawns to help him when somebody did tell, mm-hmm. when somebody did come out and tell that he was molesting them, he would use them as pawns to say, "Say I didn't do any of this." Mm -hmm. Or they're going to destroy me. And you are one of my best friends. And he would manipulate them into being on his side. And each time they would come to his side. No, Mike didn't do this to anyone. He wouldn't hurt anybody. And they're following the protocol to protect him. Mm -hmm. But then as they got older. And he started replacing their ass with other little boys. Mm -hmm. It became this jealousy thing. Mm -hmm. And then when he got older. They got in other relationships. And they were over it and then they it just was so much detailed that it I felt like it all filled in the gaps of all the situation like it what's, I just got it
1: what's weird is like I was kind of researching that like I was just going through like a Michael Jackson phase where I was just like kind of like hmm I remember this guy was like something special to everybody so let me get into it so I was just watching his video I really and- f-
0: I forgot that you like you don't. Yeah. yeah. 'Cause so Michael Jackson is something to you, yeah. but not it's
1: not like Ooh. But my mom comes from that era. She's sixty years old. God, so. I'm getting old. <laughs> I mean she I I, I listened
2: to Michael Jackson when I was little. I used to yeah. I wanted to be the the when when that little video with the little boy that was in the little jacket and mm-hmm. they was in their little Macaulay crew and they Culkin. was battling the other crew. Like,
0: M- just bad trying to move What's off there. Of yeah. macaulay is that i him? don't know what his name he was, was one of them macaulay Culkin was one of the boys mm. one of the
2: little boys oh.
0: not one of the boys that was in the he was in there but he wouldn't he was one of the one that would testify in mike's behalf for oh, he,
1: mike oh oh okay 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 yeah yeah i was about to say i didn't remember he said that he did it yeah, I yeah really
0: he was but he talked in he talked on the cases saying oh, that you know you. mike didn't molest him There's a few of them that was like, no, he never did it. And then there was a few of them that no, he did. And then these two were the ones that are now saying, yeah, he did. We were lying back then when we said he didn't. Wait, Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin consistently said no. Okay, okay.
2: So he never said, yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, he never said it. I need Mm
1: -hmm. to watch it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah,
0: so it was two boys who did. Two boys who went on his side that said he didn't at first but now they're older they're like yeah you did bro <laughs> and then yeah. macaulay is it never happened mm-hmm. um anyway i just kind of maybe don't he
2: know didn't w- maybe he pick and chose
0: yeah pick and chose booty hoes <laughs>
1: <laughs> macaulay had like a big spotlight already
0: <laughs> I think that's an important point. Um, Macaulay Culkin and the two people that are defending him now that this, the documentary that came out is Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin. And these two already had, they weren't introduced to Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson was their idol and they idolized him they were introduced because they already had careers they were already stars and Michael's brand was kids at the time and yeah, we we see why but um the two boys in the documentary they were introduced to Mike through idolizing him so one of them did a commercial with him one of them was from australia and did a um a dance contest and won a chance to meet him and so Michael would go over to their house like when he he got entangled with their family like even one of the moms said that he um he was like one of her sons he would randomly come over their house and hang out with them like a normal person and I felt like in my mind he was weaponizing his emotionality he was weaponizing his um his his uh people feel like being a star is lonely and so he was using that belief um oh I'm so lonely I don't have any real friends everybody's trying to be get me for my money and da 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 he you he weaponized that the pity for that situation to entangle himself into their family and All the while, while um, turning their child against them, turning, listening to him and the kids would listen to conversation with the parents and he would use the parents' arguments um to turn the children away from their parents to help him create a better bond with them it was all diabolically diabolically um manipulative and it just it all and they all had my thing is how all of their stories and the mo to all of their stories Was just all together, even the ones who were not in cahoots with this documentary. The four, the two, not the, it's four in total, but the two kids who actually, the charges was brought up on him. One, he settled out of court. We all know that settling out of court to me is an admission of guilt, not necessarily, but uh, I feel it is. And then the, um, the other one, he was acquitted on, I guess, on that case where the, where these two boys was, um, the witnesses for him so one thing that I kind of want to point out is how these people act like why they always talk about this about the time limit this is why I wait to 20 years and blah 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 but the thing about it is first of all when you start getting molested that young when you start getting molested when you are pre-teens like seven eight all that time, you, especially somebody manipulating you in th- into thinking that this is like normal activity and this is some type of love and this is some type of y'all special bond, you actually don't know that this is um molestation you don't know and so you it takes not only does it take time for you to realize that you this is you are you were being abused you were being molested it also takes time to admit it it also takes time to talk about it it also takes time to process and because this happened so young these people are now in their da, and now they're coming clean It's not because, oh, I want some coins because the coins is out the window. James um, Safechuck never, never was pursuing coins. And um, Wade, the court already told him he can't do no coins because he had already lied and said that that didn't happen. So coins aren't involved. They're just telling the story now. So it was like, uh, I don't know. It just feels yeah, y'all need to watch it because yeah, it's I'm a really detailed. It. Watch it. It's I'm two watching. parts. It's the part one and part two. Okay. Um, oh, they
2: give you very R. Kelly teas.
0: No, many not many not that many parts. Maybe
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he has six parts.
0: But it for me, it did the same thing that R. Kelly did. Um, the surviving R. Kelly did for me. It it filled the gaps. Filled the gaps. Everything that I felt like my exactly. intuition hmm. has been telling me. Hmm. Like there's certain things. That I was like, you know, I'm a Michael Jackson fan, not like a Uber fan, but you know, Michael Jackson is a part of culture and my life in a positive way when it comes to his music. Like when Bad came out, I mean, I knew every dance step. Like, and there's multiple people who I know like this. So Mike is the consummate entertainer. He was the the one. He was the standard. He if you're not doing that yeah Re- awards. I mean, yeah. yeah so did i want to believe it mm-hmm. no i didn't want to believe it i'm like no they're trying to get his money <laughs> but as i keep looking and like mm, i remember some of this shit that <laughs> used to do like yeah. i remember some of these tactics that they're talking that they're describing and then Seeing the two different type of personalities of both of the dudes and how one was more um, in love, even kind of more effeminate. And this one is a little bit more masculine, but still kind of in love. How he did something more with his career and this one went some in another direction. How they both dealt with it in two different ways. One stayed loyal a little bit longer and one did not. Mm. Didn't want to tell anybody. One told their mom immediately and one told their mom even years later um Mm -hmm. well not immediately but um told both when they told their moms was it at a different time stage Mm -hmm. in their relationship with Mike so Mm -hmm. uh, it just was crazy it was crazy so definitely watch that if y'all haven't Mm -hmm. watched it um yes so check it out out. oh my god I want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the pulse of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> <laughs> all righty anyway thank y'all and the patreon and paypal link is at the bottom back to the show so let's talk about bullying oh so <laughs> oh, okay. yeah um i don't know how I pronounce his last name but in 2017 abel um said he is a boy gay teenage boy from the Bronx. Um that got charged with manslaughter in two thousand seventeen. Um, because he got in a classroom fight with um some dudes that were bullying him. Mm-hmm. And he killed one of them and cut the other two.
2: Where'd he cut them at?
0: Oh, I don't know. Where they needed to be good. So <laughs> um but he killed one so they were gonna charge him with murder but they dropped it down once they heard his testimony and some and the, the whispers of he was being bullied mm-hmm. um they were like okay well let's drop it down to manslaughter and so now in 2019 he is out on bail they got him out cause people were supporting him you know they got him out on bail but he's still going through the case and <sighs> There are people who are the his defense is trying to get witnesses that don't want to participate. They subpoenaed a lot of people who were in the classroom when it happened and they didn't show up.
2: Don't you get in trouble for that?
0: I thought so too. But I'm not really for sure. It was I'm not really for sure, but I thought so too. But I don't know how it's gonna work out. But I didn't want to talk about I didn't want to talk about the details of the case in regards to in regards to that. But I... I want to talk about our experiences with bullying and how we dealt with it and how um how it affected you while you were growing up. Okay. So do y'all have experiences with bullying? Well, first
1: off, I want to say that it's kind of off topic. First, I want to say that. I saw that a trans woman was subpoenaed, and they used her dead name. First, they used her her name that she uses now, and then her legal name now, and then they said formerly known as dead name,
0: uh. and they
1: subpoenaed her, and I thought that was weird. But anyways- Where is this a It's an activist. She's in cahoots with WikiLeaks, and they're known for leaking a lot of corrupt shit. Mm-hmm. Um and she's in cahoots with them and they subpoenaed her and I just saw for this case no it was just oh. off topic
0: oh I'm like what <laughs> but they can do that that's shady yeah
1: but um have I been bullied the way I've been bullied is in different ways I guess where it's like subtle it's like a um let me give an example. Like some cis men will be really aggressive, like overly objectifying more than they would even be with cis women. Like it was just like objectifying me to degrade me in a way mm-hmm. and break me down mentally. To show
2: you like I'm a man.
1: Yeah, and also like I remember going into a party and this this guy that kind of like didn't, reminding
2: you of your gender. Go ahead.
1: It's this guy that I didn't really know of. I mean, that I've seen around or whatever. I mean, I've been around a lot. like Because, you know, I kind of grew up around certain people. And he was one of them. And, like, he was just, his vibe towards me was always weird. And then, like, one time we was in a party. And then he kind of just, like, pushed me to get out of his way. And then he hurried up and moved around. And it's just, like, some form. Most of it has been from, like, cis men. But when it comes to cis women, some of them, like, other, ma- like, Masculine women will be like Real strange towards me Like they'll just be like um Kind of intimidated in a way By my presence It's just like this this weird Hey I'm masculine too Let's prove I'm masculine It's just weird Like it's weird how women Could be hyper masculine too sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> And this would be really,
0: like in high school and- Yeah this
1: was like When she did it was like Middle school yeah. It's been going Did it ever on.
0: become physical with a woman?
1: Yes, it's become physical before like one time, actually, one mm. time. How did that go? Um, this girl, she was just like she kinda moved from the Houston area, like kind of a more ghetto area, and she came towards Katie and she was like she just wanted to fight me. I don't remember why, she just called me out and she was like, Meet me by the buses. I met her by the buses and I was about to fight her, and then she had basically did a lot. You know how people do more actions to where (laughs) they want somebody to pull them back? Mm -hmm. It wasn't physical, physical, but it was getting there, and I was just like, "Mm." but it's never gotten like super physical. I don't know. I was kind of on that hierarchy of the pretty Mm -hmm. girl status, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. even though I was a stud. Mm -hmm. So it was just, it wasn't that much. It mostly occurred when I was younger.
0: Mm. What about you, Mia?
2: So, (laughs) as you guys know, and you've listened to the podcast, I've definitely had some, you know, some times where I was bullied. Um, (laughs) I was bullied when I was younger. I was bullied. um, Some of the, I, I thought about all the times I was bullied, and then I was like, ah. how am I going to present this to you guys? I really thought about it. So I'm just going to give you kind so of like a, a rough draft of me being bullied from yeah. when I was younger.
1: <laughs>
2: so it started in elementary. It seemed like it was a group of fucking kids that would chase me home <laughs> after school because I would walk home from school, me and my sister. And so it, was, it just seemed like I remember running from school a lot. Mm-hmm. And a group of kids chasing us, and this continued until, like, I changed schools, and this still happened. Mm-hmm. And that's how bad they were in Waco, Texas. And so when I got in heights, when I got in middle school, I <laughs> I didn't want to play um, football, but they said I had to be in football in order to to run track because I always loved to run. But y'all, I never finished. I never finished um, athletics. I always changed my periods because I just couldn't. I just couldn't take being yelled at in my face. I feel like I was being targeted because I was the water boy. So that was my way. No, listen, wow. listen. That was my way of <laughs> being in football because I didn't have to play it. I could just be like, okay, bitch. If I got to be in football, then bitch, here's your water and then (laughs) when next semester comes right i still get my credit for participating bitch here's some water girl i'm I'm gonna sit here and watch y'all play
1: love because we just watch a water boy go ahead (laughs) Sorry, but um
2: it was just when i think about this part of my life this was a time where you know people were kind of experimenting and stuff more so and like the form of bullying Became a little bit sexual, like I like I would get tackled, but I when I got tackled, it was a you they were on top of me longer than what you should be, bitch. This dog paw been and in, 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 in session for about five minutes now, girl. How long is this dog paw gonna be? And why am I the only one at the bottom? Every time we do the dog paw, bitch, you happen to find your way above me, and then there were times where I would be with specific guys and they would they would be <laughs> sexual but try to bully me at the same time I remember, yes. let me give you some e- examples Like i remember one time um i had to come inside the locker room because everybody was outside playing football and i think i had to use the restroom and i went inside the locker room and there was this guy who followed me in there and I used the restroom and he was using the restroom and by the time I'm done I look up and he's in the doorway with his pants dry below his knees waving his dingling in the in the air like hey and I'm like I'm kind of like confused what to do in this situation because then you be he used to try to like rough me up when we, we was around the like around other people I almost said around the other guys I almost call myself a guy lord mm-hmm. when we would be around <laughs> other people and it was just like those weird awkward sexual type of things where I knew you wouldn't do that to somebody that
0: wasn't film like yeah me. so I, I remember situations like that too there it seems almost like there with how men in, at this particular age, there is a waxing and waning, waning of violence and sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't learned how to control their emotions or the <laughs> chemicals going on through their body, they don't
2: know how to express
0: it and, and express it. So how they express it to you can wane from violence to sexuality. It would be. Mm-hmm. I remember I would be in the back of a, a of an activity bus we had at our school after school. If there was after school activities, we had an activity bus that took everybody home. And it was only three. So it was the east side, it was the south side, and it was the west side. So wherever you lived in the city, that's where the bus you got on. So for me... I would be in the back knowing because all the, I live on the east, I, I actually live on the south. So, because they end up moving, it's like the southeast. So, they end up moving me to have to go on the east side bus. And the east side bus is like the ghetto hood bus <laughs> where all the ghetto niggas is. And I remember just like that situation, they would be. Teasing me, but being sexual at the same time. So, so uh, it wouldn't
2: seem like it wouldn't, they weren't being. Know. And
0: they're all, but or they quote, are unquote. like one dude to sit in my seat and say and pull his dick out. You know, you want to look, and they would be laughing, like mm-hmm. it's like it's funny, and will grab my hand and put on it, put really? his hand on it, and this is in front of the other dudes, and they laughing. You know, you gay. You know, you gay. Look, look. What? what you know you got you dressed like a girl so you know you want you know you want to see this dick and it's like eight other niggas <laughs> who fuck? would kick in on the bus and they would be and in the hallway there's there's the fagging you down so or they'll catch you somewhere by yourself they're fagging you down in front of everybody but they catch you by yourself and they're trying to show you they dick or that
2: or they're grinding up on you uh-huh. and all this extra shit I remember but in front of everyone, it's like it's it's completely different it it was really, really weird like I remember there was when I was in middle school there was this boy who would like kiss me on the cheek but the way he would do it he would be like I know you fruity or you some you gay and look at this and kiss me on my <laughs> neck and my cheek in front of everybody and everybody would kiki about it but I'm thinking to myself bitch you kind of low key like this yeah. like you're getting kind of getting your life bitch Yeah, cause he low key tried to give me his number at one point it kind of confused me and it kind of that's when the bulb came out I was like oh mm-hmm. no bitch you're not bullying me girl but this gonna i this trying to get you a piece
1: But this is how I know they so good at it By camouflaging it Because I never caught it Mm -hmm. You've never seen
2: people (laughs) Like we were talking about this in the um, (laughs) other podcast How they
0: But they separate boys and girls So y'all wouldn't catch it They wouldn't do it Uh around the girls It wouldn't be around the girls Mm -hmm. It wasn't for me Not for me When the the girls were around it It was more Evil yeah it was more the violent negative Mm -hmm. don't bring that faggot shit over here and trying to show out in front of them it would it wasn't the sexual stuff Mm -hmm. because the girls would clow it out oh y'all gay too they would say shit like that they would say stuff if it's like that Mm -hmm. but usually the stuff that happened to me because at my school i'm from they were really good at hiding it they were we were separate we were segregated from the girls um, and I do remember my school thinking about you being a water boy just to pass the class. <laughs> I remember me and my friend Mario, my best friend Mario. We would sit on the bleachers, and we would we were going to fail because we <laughs> it was gym class was the first period, and we was not about to get in, do these fucking sports. We are we gay as fuck, and <laughs> we ain't about to do this shit. And the and the teacher pulled us into the office and was like, "Look, I'll give y'all a D if." Y'all pick up all the equipment when the class is over. Every day. And we was like, oh sickness. But <laughs> <laughs> they gave they made a leeway. He wasn't rude. He knew, girl, this is the girl. Why not come in and play? Yeah, because we don't want to fail you and we don't we don't want you have to take this class over again. And so that's what we would do every day. Pull if they played pooch. basketball, we would pooch and get the balls when it was over. And if it was the um football, we would pooch and get any of the little the shoulder pads or whatever the shit they were. And anything that we did, we would have to clean up after. And we did it and got our D. And he mm-hmm. you know, actually gave us a C. Because oh, once we once, once we did it It started kind of being fun <laughs> Like
2: all kind of bitches Go pick up the stuff girl Yeah
0: It was kind of cute Because it was other little stuff involved It was kind of cute um, Did you ever feel like um, You were being bullied by any of cis girls Um Because that happened to me all the time
2: I don't not maybe, as much as the dude. Uh, maybe I can't just. Rem- I, cause,
0: I mean, I'm pretty dudes. sure
2: it was some girls, but I just know that they knew that I would. Like, <laughs> if you tried me, if we twirled, you wouldn't win. So I think mm. they only <laughs> took it so far.
0: Oh, no. If that
2: makes sense. Lucky like, I
0: you. The girls tried me. <laughs>
2: I'm try- I really trying to think. The they wasn't fierce me. for me.
0: Oh, that was the girls. I fought more. No, I fought more dudes, but... No, no, no. I fought more dudes in high school, but I fought more chicks in elementary and junior high. I can see that. Yeah, in elementary and junior high, baby. I can see that. I remember this chick named Cassandra Williams. (laughs) Did she... So, I'm sitting... Every little thing that I did annoyed her. (laughs) every if i if how i colored why you gotta how color i color that way how i anything <laughs> i mean the littlest <laughs> thing to trigger her she was fagging you that is i uh, so fucking you are fagging that is gross she would uh i remember this one time we were in different seats of course we were in different seats but we were like she was at this table and i was at this table but our seats were back to back and so the teacher kept asking questions and nobody was answering them. Like, nobody could get the answer. And I'm, I was, quote unquote, the smart kid. And I didn't, but I also didn't want to be the person that answered all the questions because <laughs> that get you teased too so, it's her, it's her so, so i kind of sit there and wait and so the teacher's like so nobody had written their assignment and i was like i did well tell us to be the answer and i'm like okay well this is the answer <laughs> and so each time i would do that she would be like <clears throat> like it started <laughs> off as a low little <clears throat> and then I'll answer another question. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are you so gay? <laughs> she would It would escalate into this situation. Oh so God. I, at the, when the bell rings, our seats are back to back. So I'm facing this way and she's facing that way. But our seats are like. <laughs> and so we get up. And so when we both get up, of course, you know, your seat leans back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we bump into each other. And she says, you need to watch where the fuck you going, fag. Oh. (laughs) Now, she had already called me so many fags. (laughs) It was just that one. That one. That one. That was the one. (laughs) And I had lit into her so quickly. And got suspended. (laughs) Then I remember like they were just it just was different it was it was more boys than girls but girls were just more it was about me annoying them like my gayness (laughs) annoyed them the dudes it was more let me get some jokes out of this faggot Mm -hmm. let me get people to laugh let Mm -hmm. me it was about the other people around that they but the girls it was about which is probably was about other people being around but it was really they just like, really like I'm annoyed know. like I'm annoyed by your gayness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a girl like I'm that that I'm annoyed in high school. by
0: you trying to be a girl. I'm annoyed by you everything why you wear girl clothes and like every single thing. And then you, uh, really all you're trying to do is Go to school. Go to school <laughs> and participate. Like, you, this mm. is a social situation. I don't want to be shunned. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I don't want to be pushed out of... Funny moments, fun moments, Mm -hmm. situations that happen in high school. I don't want to be pushed out. I don't want to sit by myself at the cafeteria. I don't want to not be a part of the community that is this school body.
2: I paid it. I sat by myself. And if somebody sat by me, I moved.
0: So, no. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't that
2: person. I was like, oh, girl, I don't even fuck with none of y'all
0: bitches. So, me... I don't know. Eventually, I I got cool with certain people. Like, I was...
2: That didn't happen for me until I got into high school and middle school. Bitch, I didn't want to sit with y'all and eat with you. I want my peas.
0: Yeah, I got cool with this chick named Tiffany Merriweather. And she was the baddest bitch in the school that all the niggas wanted. Yeah. So, I was like, let me be her friend. All <laughs> the niggas live for her. <laughs> but she also was not a fighting girl. She was a... a Pretty little thing that all the boys liked, but all the other girls was like, We want to twirl her because she's pretty. <laughs> so you stayed getting into shit. I stayed fighting with her, not with her, but for, for her. her. Wow. <laughs> and she was the scariest little skinny thing. And they would be trying, trying her, trying to, pour her, her. Hair, mm-hmm. trying to pull her hair, wow. trying to pull her hair, and wow. just evil, <laughs> just evil, evil, evil. And um. It was crazy. So I remember. I'm trying to think of the situation that I, that really brought it to a head. Okay, his name was Ronald Pittman. <laughs> I remember the yes, first and yes, last name yes. Ronald Pittman. I was. <laughs> he was bigger than me. Um, and a freshman. Mm-hmm. I was a junior, and so I didn't know he was a freshman because he was so fucking big. I thought that, mm-hmm. you know, I thought they, you know, and he was ugly. <laughs> um, so I really didn't pay attention to him. But I, I wanted I was going through the hallway and I didn't want to walk through these dudes because I knew if I walked through the dudes, I had on this shiny ass red shirt. It was a 90s, don't judge. <laughs> I had on this shiny ass red shirt and these wide leg red like plaid bell bottoms <laughs> When bell bottoms I came back <laughs> so so they were like black yellow and red and just flamboyant as hell
2: <laughs> baby and I
0: had like a short blonde Jada Pinky oh girl haircut. so I had dyed my hair blind. it was just crazy so I oh, know baby. when I tip through these niggas they are gonna let me have it <laughs> but I couldn't be late to this class no more I couldn't be late to this class and if I walked the other way, I would have been late or my teacher was going to wear me out. And so I was like, God, I do not want to go through them, but I have to. Like, they're, they're not moving and they're standing there. And I'm like, I got to get to this class. And sometimes
2: they would do that on purpose. They would see that Wait. you're intimidated by them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, bitch, let's, no, let's
0: stay right here. What's something about to come by here? Let's yeah, just, let's get these kikis. Yeah. And so I tipped through and, of course,
1: Ah, oh, look at this motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they go going ham. Pointing and fagging oh, and sugar booty, gay blaze <laughs> whatever kind of. Sweet meat, sweetness (laughs) Whatever kind of euphemism For faggot and using faggot They were giving it and so I'm going up the stairs And they're just following me because it's a crowd Everybody is building up Like, Like it's more every time when they see Them coming as we walk through the hallway People are following us And cackling and laughing And My body is getting red And I'm like Ugh like the embarrassment of it, mm. Mm. it was just like annoying. Like I was the anger in me, but it's like seven niggas behind me. I'm not mm. gonna fight. I can't beat all of them. Mm. Like I was never a fearful person, mm. not since like high school. And I mean, not since like elementary. Elementary, they used to run me from run me from school too. Like they used to, chase you know, you? chase me from school too. Until my mother one day was like, "Motherfucker, you running?" Oh no, 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 no! And she brought me outside and said, "Ooh, you gonna fight every single one of them."
2: That's what happened to me too. Yeah, I
0: was and so once I was like, I was like ooh. Chasing no. me.
2: No and second. she was like oh.
0: if you run when you come in the house I'm you gonna get your you. So who who you want to try? <laughs> so, you have to think about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like mm-hmm. not you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember I'm coming up the stairs and these seven niggas. I, it's I, I don't know how many it was, but it was a bunch of them. Um, at least five. But I I don't know who was with them and the crowd kept on getting bigger because they were making fun of me. Mm -hmm. And it became like a spectacle. And so I'm going up the stairs, going up the stairs. And I got to go up one more flight just to get to my room. If I could get in this room. This is like one of my favorite teachers. I know she will like stop it. Like I know she will say something. Tell them to leave and get your ass out this hallway or something. She's a black teacher. So the one that's like who? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I can get up this one stairs soon as I got up the first flight, somebody threw something and hit me with it. Mm. Oh, God. I just, I just, uh, it felt wet. It felt like somebody took a, a, na- a wet napkin and hit me in my back. That's what it felt like. But what it was was actually a can that was mostly drunk down.
2: But still had liquid in
0: it. It still had liquid enough liquid in it to give it some what <laughs> it whatever mm-hmm. the whatever the for not ferocity, um mm-hmm. to velocity. give it some velocity, yeah, to <laughs> get hit me <laughs> and splash me. Mm-hmm. So, but I it felt like a napkin. Baby, <laughs> my body My body just cut off and in inflamed. I was so angry I put my bag down and just turned around and started fighting the first person that I saw. Not expecting to win. Not expecting to do anything. I just want to hurt whoever was behind me. And it was Ronald Pittman. (laughs) The biggest, blackest nigga (laughs) of the crowd. (laughs) Oh my god! And I got to wearing him the fuck out where everybody was like... (sighs) (sighs) I'm talking about... I had a protractor in my fucking bag... You know them little things that make circles with the mm. little metal thing on it. Wearing them out. Everybody's like, "Damn!" Like everybody is not. No more laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Just gag that I'm going. I'm literally mauling him. And so the security comes over and slams my face into the corner of the 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 stairs. Oh Jesus. So this whole side of my face was swollen. My eye didn't black, but this kind of split right here. Ooh. And and when I when they got both oh, of us up, you still got the scar. It's actually yeah, right here. I do. <laughs> it, it when when the dude um, when they when the they picked us up, everybody was so gagged. Everybody was like, "Damn, Ronnie, that motherfucker <laughs> fucked you up." <laughs> <laughs> so these niggas that was following with you to tease me, they didn't help you, which I'm glad. They
2: looked at you. They
0: just looked at you, get twirled. And this now that I beat your ass in front of all these people, we're walking past and they are making fun of you. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing right now. So you, months later, <laughs> months later, he saw me in the hallway and and gave me this weird, awkward ass apology. Mm. Really uh, strange, really strange. He was like, "That was mature." I, I was just trying. I, he said he was just he shouldn't have did that, and da da da. And I was like,
2: "Goodbye, goodbye." Oh, like literally, <laughs> okay, but you did it, and I tipped
0: right on out. But it was really <laughs> weird and awkward. And I hadn't seen him as a, in our adulthood. but I moved from Indiana, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But it taught. I don't know It just It's like this mentality That I feel like er, People don't know How far they can push you And then it's you, just that And and then when it goes too far Like I've been expelled For stabbing people in school I got kicked out of Middle school Because I stabbed a chick Because she was fagging me down mm-hmm. And I got expelled Luckily Like this guy Like Abel Bringing it back to that Like him mm-hmm. Luckily she didn't die hmm because i could be in prison right now
2: everybody has their limit but like when you feel like especially when you're a victim and you're lbgt and you got people that are older you older than you still dismissing you in general mm-hmm. it almost makes you feel hopeless like okay i'm telling people stuff is happening to me and they're paying it so uh, let you me talk about the it. adult mm-hmm. yeah and because there were, I do remember there being adults that paid it when stuff would happen. And to
0: laugh. Them. They would yeah. be laughing too.
2: And so it makes you feel like, okay, well, bitch, I'm just going to take it into my own hands. Mm-hmm. When the next time they try it, I'm just going to make an example. Or you go and
0: complain and then they'll say, well, maybe you should be dressed like a girl. Like they turn mm-hmm. it into a moment and try to get you to conform to cis heteronorm- mm-hmm. heteronormativity. And I'm like, this is not what I'm here for. Like, I need, I should be able to be free to be myself without being bullied. And I'm here to tell you that I'm being bullied. And you're trying to use this as a moment to fucking change me. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. You're not helping. Mm-hmm. And so when I go twirl somebody, stab them in a fucking neck, y'all would act like I'm the crazy one. When I did everything that I was supposed to do to tell, to get you motherfuckers to intervene and stop this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I personally feel like the schooling systems could do better as far as everybody. Like, every, like. I've seen a lot of different people get bullied before my eyes. Multiple,
0: it wasn't just the gay folks. Yeah, it was yeah. the it Asian was just, folks, and or just nerdy just folks. Like nerdy, just fat girls. Under, they sweep it
1: under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people in who in were just different. Mm-hmm. Any form of different. If you
0: had
2: like a disability, they still got yeah. you together. If they got, school,
0: it wasn't in my school. It wasn't like that. Yeah, they, they was, didn't fuck with the disability. They was ones. late. They was late. Not that like, not,
2: not like. How can I explain it? If they knew you was special, like if you could still function, like you still kind of yeah, like passed the, a little uh, bit, but you you were still special, they would yeah. get you together. But
0: I guess I could say that, yeah. I I, I, I do agree. Bad,
2: yeah, I do agree with y'all because I got I got, I, I got rolled up and um I remember getting ridden up and expelled, and I was the one who got beat up. Mm, because yeah. my mom was telling me not to fight anybody in school, and I just let somebody beat me up, and um,
0: you got suspended. Yeah, I got
2: suspended and I got punishment too. But I told them I didn't get in, like I didn't retaliate. He basically
0: mm-hmm. just kept
2: beat my motherfucking ass, <laughs> and I didn't do anything because I thought I was gonna get in trouble. But I still fucking got in trouble.
0: Deanna Elizabeth, call your baby. <laughs> no man, it
2: only took one time.
0: Yeah, my mama said. The hands, you won't get in trouble <laughs> when Baby. you get home. I will come up to that school and go off. <laughs> and that's what you did. Anytime I got suspended for anything like that, my mother would come up and be like, no, y'all know my child is getting bullied. And I'm not going to let these badass kids that y'all can't keep control over fuck with my child. Y'all know what's going on. I see the paperwork. I see what she comes and tells me. Mm -hmm. So, nah, she wouldn't be saying no shit. But, but she know, I see what's going on. No. My -hmm. child is not going to be one of these ones. Y'all not going to play with her. Mm -hmm. So, I remember, um, I don't know. I think that with the disabled kids in my school, it was a because teasing the disabled was you're trash. Like everybody thought you're trash for yeah. teasing the disabled. So the teacher, there was a certain level of the teachers coming saying, Y'all need to stop. This is like if they were doing any kind of laughing or joking about the disabled, the teachers or somebody, even the student, other students be like, That's not funny. Mm-hmm. Like they would there would be a certain level of about care, protection. of protection around mm-hmm. them. Whereas because I was the queer person, this is seen as something wrong. So this is almost what you deserve. And so there normalized. was there, it's right. if it, the, the lack of protection was kind of like, well, you shouldn't be wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't be wearing girl clothes because it is Ooh. out of dress call. Well, you are femme. This
2: is not what boys are supposed to wear. That's you not really what are supposed to do. Code, but since yeah. you want to do that, then you, you cause it on your
0: own. Exactly. And it seems like the, the lesbian girls, the ones that were a little bit more masculine, mm-hmm. like they didn't get teased about their style of dress. And we know why that is. It's okay for a girl to be a little bit more masculine. A tomboy. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But they're... from what i saw now i'm not a lesbian i don't know the inner workings of how that works but what i saw and how what how they engaged there was more like silent treatment Mm. when it comes to the cis girls and the lesbian the people who were rumored to be lesbian they would be denying it but it is the cis Mm. girls was silent like it, it wouldn't be violent like the dudes would be but it would be like oh, you no, just I don't want to talk to her. She was a dyke. Mm-mm. We're not talking to her. It's like mm-hmm. a like a silent ignoring of the mm-hmm. lesbian. Yeah. Is that true? hmm yeah.
2: Like um Yeah. It's
0: like good. you, like you, like it's it's like not I don't want to say they didn't exist because the girl that I knew, her name was Trina. She she played basketball of course, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and she uh, you know she had that classic low grown woman ponytail. Yep. You know how they put it all the way at the bottom with the band. Day. This is before they start cutting their hair. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> but it was when they was wearing basketball bands. Yeah, they have the basketball bands twenty four seven. And their hair be long and it be all the way down at the bottom, but it be, bottom, but it be a little bun right here. Sometimes but then the they start hair getting...
1: loop would still be colored. Yeah, and pink exactly, and blue exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, or they'll be um, and then you know eventually when they get to like senior status every single one of them always cut their hair off and it'll be a feminine haircut but it would be short and then by the time we graduated baby they got a fade <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was always it so Trina was like that she was exactly like that she was you know she had her little long hair and then she cut it in a little short style and then but she was always being kind of ostracized. She never would be bullied because they are the athletic girls. who don't really want to twirl them. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how me. I felt. I was like, okay, not me. <laughs> But I want to twirled them, but I'm talking. But I had <laughs> no reason to twirl them. But but I think the cis girls is like, no, we fish girl. We's not about to twirl these. <laughs> like we honey. see you in the
2: gym, bitch. And we had
0: <laughs> we had a football playing girl who was the first girl on the varsity football team. <laughs> we had my mm-hmm. cousin Kiki Wyatt. She was the first girl wrestler what mm-hmm. the first girl wrestler at our school the, the singer, only first right? mm-hmm. <laughs> she was she's athletic as fuck people don't know I, I know she's mother have babies now but she was wrestling um then you had um a lot of the girls was track runners and we had a pretty good girls basketball team that was winning so we had some athletic ass bitches mm. <laughs> and so Seeing her navigate, it was a little bit different because it was more psychological with them. It wasn't as physical as the the guys were more threatening, violent. It was more they push you and do something with them. It was more psychological. Get up. You Mm -hmm. come and sit at the um, table. They get up and leave. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Honestly, with me, a lot of the guys wanted to be my friends, too, because they know that I attracted the girls. Oh, they
2: were trying to get some too, <laughs> and then like I, I had a lot
1: of guy friends. Now that I think yeah. about it, it's like it's a whole different cultural way. Says people choose like how they treat lesbians versus trans women and gay men. Absolutely, it's just like it's so different.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Basically, I just want to talk about the segregation that goes on in the community um, that I feel like kind of stops us from moving forward. Um, Because we talk about things cis people can do for us, but what can we do for ourselves too, Mm -hmm. you know? I kind of have that mentality right now, like, you know, I'm trying to get deeper into activism. I feel like I, I could better my work more than this, so... Me, it was like a cultural shock coming into, especially meeting Mia, because she's one of the people that introduced me to um, ballroom and the, the language and different mm-hmm. terms. And she's like, hey, this is your culture, too. And I'd be like, oh, y'all, blah, 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 blah. She'd be like, no, this is your culture, too. And I'd be like, hmm, you're right, but I never really – was brought up like that because mm-hmm. I come from the lesbian community. Right. And down south, you say in the east coast, it's more integrated as far up as north. the ball scene. Up north. Well, Eight, no, both. It, both.
0: Well, no. It, the I was talking about specifically the ball scene. Barrow. So they participate in the ball scene a little bit more than when you come to the south. When it comes to got ball you. culture and the ball scene, you know, you got the trans men, you got the lesbian, the walking, real and walking or whatever. You got... You got it They participate But in Mm -hmm. the south It's more of the trans The femme queens And the butch queens Um Mm -hmm. So That's what I mean In the ball scene But I think Mm -hmm. it's segregated Up there too
1: Really It's just like A whole different Like Marquise Wilson For instance He did a documentary I forget Mm -hmm. what it was called Aggressors Right
0: AGs
1: IGs Right Even Even I'm sure That he has Some type of Um Uh, integration. Not really, because he dealt with trans women, right, before?
0: Didn't he? I'm not for sure. I think so. I
1: think he did. So I was I was just like, hmm, it's just so different even back then, like looking at the documentary. I'm like, I wonder if he had like kind of a a culture like saw a cultural difference. Like a big cultural difference. What I see mostly is it seems way less drama free. As weird as it sounds, it sounds more drama free in the lesbian community as <laughs> than in that, that does sound weird <laughs> right right yeah.
0: <laughs> I
2: did want to say this even though we are like you know kind of dimming the light on the drama that does go into the the L side of the community y'all do to get discriminated against
0: no but no they be having drama when i would go to a lesbian club it was always (laughs) no, no No, i mean like i'm talking about
2: discrimination as far as like (laughs) like society not being okay with it
0: oh yeah it's just a different level it's Mm -hmm. not totally non-existent Mm -hmm. um there's a different level of severity that lesbians go through but and it, and it depends on how how masculine or center if they look more cis they probably not going through that much but if they yeah. look more masculine of course they're going to go through a little bit more discrimination than the ones that are you know lipstick dice mm-hmm. um, but yeah they be having their dramas every time I go to the, the lesbian club they be having dramas too like, like <laughs> fucking each other girlfriends and <laughs> fighting and relationship woes and mm. it was always shit. Yeah, going, it's always something
1: them. like a, a girl, somebody dealing with somebody else's girl. Well, yeah, that's it was always that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> like that th- with the Butch Queens too.
1: Uh, maybe it's just, I don't know, it no. just seems so dramatic you on not side. The
2: Butch Queens <laughs> will be giving it.
0: Yeah, yeah th- but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's different. I think it may be different a little bit, but... <laughs> there be some mess going on.
2: <laughs> I, well, who do you feel like is more confrontational, though? I feel like... Yeah, I feel like butch queens are more confrontational. Like, like I don't feel like... To you
0: or to each other?
2: To each other. More confrontational. So, you feel... Like, like, they're very unbothered. They display how they feel very dramatically, whereas it be... um just whatever like their movement just how however they feel at that moment is going to be very dramatic depending on what type of i'm not going to say all gay men are dramatic because that's not the, this is not true we do have some gay men who are not as dramatic but i'm saying it in the scene <laughs> i just want to clarify that and just in case we do have some gay listen some gay cis men who do listen I want to. Clarify of course that. we do Yes, right. So I don't want to clarify that. I know that not all gay men are um, flamboyant, but most are very expressive. And and if they don't care for you, bitch, you're gonna know it like right at the as soon as they feel it.
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I know a lot. lot of people like that. Like even Mia introducing me to her friends and stuff. Like I don't even know how to interact. And what's interesting is is like gay men have always been. They always gravitated towards me. I don't know if that's like... I don't know. It's like... It's not hard for studs and gay men to get along, I see. So... Mm -hmm. It's always... I don't know. Yeah, I can
0: see why. They're not after the same thing. Right. The studs want pussy and the (laughs) gay men want dick, so it ain't never... (laughs) It ain't never no clash. It's like, okay, (laughs) hey, boo. (laughs) They would flirt with me a
1: lot, but... It's, like, as far as her friends and stuff, like, them seeing me as a guy, like, having to deal with her friend's boyfriend being attracted to me or just, and, like, him treating me some type of way. And it's just, like, it's just weird. I'm not used to it. It's just, like, I'm not even caring what's going on right now like why can't we be cool like when i was in no l community oh, wow. <laughs> it's just like i don't get it do you well think- you
2: didn't represent you didn't present yourself as a boy. a, a man
1: true true yeah. but it's just it's just i don't know like it's just i don't know it's just weird to me still it's like a cultural shock do you think I that to it's,
0: it's kind of like Democrats, like you know how Democrats got all these sectors of people who are on the left, like the black folks, the lesbians, no, no, the black folks, the white girls, the you know, the feminist white girls, the black women, the all these different sectors with different agendas, but we all are on the left, but we just have different priorities mm-hmm. and it kind of sometimes can stifle the movement in going to one direction do you think Mm. that the segregation in our lgbt community stifles the movement
1: yes because a lot of uh, that's this is the thing lg the l and g and b are mostly i'm not going to say mostly cis people but
0: they usually are. Yeah, nonetheless. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: not the B, my bad. And they, Well, no. But okay, yeah, mostly, yeah. For the most part, they're cis people. So, so it's you, almost so like th- they treat us, like, not treat us, but it's almost like they have that, this attitude that we're better than you. Like, we're living this way. We're just, we're deciding right to be queer. Like, we're just, but you're just queer and you just warped and blah, blah, blah. And they don't have a lot of knowledge on us as well. So on top of that, in a way, they oppress us in a different way. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, from what I've seen, um, because, like, for instance, here's an example. I was on Facebook, and somebody messaged me. I'm guessing it was a message me about testosterone, just asking me very personal questions, and I treated them like anybody else. Like, this is kind of personal. I didn't answer right when you wanted me to answer. I'm trying to think of a way to say the reply in a respectful way, and then, like, I go on their, you know, their timeline to see what type of person I'm talking to, and they're like, oh, all these, stu- all these dykes and trans men getting penetrated. It ain't going to be no more people that's tight. Something like that. Something that was just real toxic. And I just was like, okay, unfriend, and no. <laughs> Weird. No, uh uh-uh. So it's just, like, little stuff like this. Like, a lot of them just, like, even the lesbians see trans men as women still. Like they just like oh you're just trying to flip the switch and just take testosterone to be something you're not like we all women we all masculine it's like that it that's what that's that double edged sword of the knowledge that they think they know if that makes sense mm-hmm. just, I mean a
2: lot of gay men feel the same
1: way too. <clears throat> right exactly so yeah. it's just like it seems like instead of it going the opposite direction. As far as, like, our visibility as it should go, it's like, where do we go wrong, almost?
0: I don't know. I feel... Have you ever been in a situation mm-hmm. where a person, a part of the LGBT community, is treating you like an alien? Yeah. Like, like they have yes. no knowledge. Yeah. That's always strange to me. Like, you know, you get the normal, oh, hi, girl, you look sickening, da 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 Like, they know you, um but there's been situations where
2: you've come across some people, people that like almost
0: like I've never met a trans person mm-hmm. and this is strange to me. Mm-hmm. And almost like when you come into a cis situation, a cisgender situation, and they're like, this is strange. Like if you walk in a cis church and mm-hmm. they know your tea and they're like, mm. mm-hmm. it, I would be in situations where they would be treating me like that, particularly lesbians, um mm. where I'm like, you're a lesbian. Like, how do you not know that we? You've never been around a yeah. trans person. Well, <laughs> like not if, even that.
2: Not even if you don't know. How the fuck do you treat me like another? Yeah, like
0: you, a uh, like you're yeah. like how literally do you other me? me? Like, like, like I'm this strange alien thing. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of weird to me. Like I've been in a lot of situations like that where um they or they will. It's a couple of things when I get in in, in situations with lesbians where they will fag me down like they will be like "Hi, hey honey you look fierce and uh, like they'll turn their gayness like all the way up like they're gay gay male they're no 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 they're gay male flamboyant personality whatever they, that think they that feel that is. like they
2: can relate to you in some type of and way so they
0: will give you that they will uh, it's like when it like white people give you the black scent they'll give you that mm-hmm. the, the the gay scent the, Gay accent or whatever, uh, and they, they use all the linguals. Oh yes, honey. Oh yes, yeah. The same. It's the I'm same. I'm the way black
2: people do do the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so my, I
2: use my uh, interview voice all the time.
0: <laughs> it's like it's real weird, and it's kind of strange to me. Cause yeah. I be like, I don't know. I don't know how to make that. Um, I just look at them like. What was really what the doing?
1: culture shock for me though is when I went to Pride, and it was predominantly lesbians Uh uh-huh and it was just like the looks the the, gagging i don't know what the fuck is going on here (laughs) it was just like oh my god but
2: we were you was making a bold statement you didn't have your shirt on i I was like i I mean they was kind of gagging at the same time (laughs) you real too because one one girl was you walked past three girls and they was like now that's a nigga now that's a yeah, that's a nigga. and then <laughs> we walked past some people, and they was like, Oh, both of them are trans. Like, some people got it, some people didn't. I should have just pulled my titties out like, so we could have no, been.
1: We're going to pride in 2019, we're going to pride, topless in 2019 We don't know what's going on. It was just like, God damn,
2: yeah, because I'm
1: so LGBT community oriented to where I want to know about every type of different patterns that's going on. But you
2: have to under, but what I have what I I think to myself sometimes some some people it, it doesn't matter what community you in you are in you can still be ignorant to the things that go on in your community.
0: That's true. Yeah, cuz there's always a sense because cis cis cis-het- heteronormativity is the standard. There's always mm. a sense of wherever that person is if you're this type of ignorant person that I'm gay, but I'm not that gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, like I saw
1: some lesbians making like I don't like I don't like films. I don't like studs. I don't get this shit. Like when it be stud on studs. it could be
0: sexual. Right. It could be. It could be. Mm-hmm how you look, cause it's like masculine gay men. They like, you know, I'm gay, but I'm not mm. flaming. Tinker bell, fairy tale yeah, type fish. I'm not that. It's always uh how close I am to cis heteronormativity that makes me normal. That makes me more respectable. That mm-hmm. makes me more um, it's kind of just like that's my. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like when we talk about whiteness mm-hmm. <laughs> people hate hey, when you make that parallel between race and Man, uh, sexuality it's but it's, it's like you know if the closer Sorry. you are to that fucking cis heteronormative whether it be your look whether it be your sexuality whether it be how you perform your sexuality whether it be any of that however close you are to cisgender it gives you a cer- certain level of Social capital privilege, capita. privilege is in social mm-hmm. capital to say I am more normal than you, mm-hmm. so I deserve either more respect or you I know, can
2: treat I can other you and I, I feel can more, other you
0: right. I feel better. I see
1: trans men doing that towards yeah. lesbians too. Yes. It's crazy. I see that a lot. Absolutely, how so? Like some it's like some will be like using derogatory like i don't think dyke is really derogatory a lot of lesbian women have like but of the, of really context is, the context the yeah. context you're
0: using it oh these dykes out here thinking da. da, 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 da. yeah right yeah uh-huh. just that
1: there's the language they choose like the hyper masculine language a lot of people choose right to use. and you and,
0: and if you're in the culture you know that's coded to mean to shade. be disrespectful and mm-hmm. shame.
1: right so i see that too it's just like, so what I've decided to start doing is I decided to give like podcast cards to, <laughs> to lesbians, to the gay men, to the trans women, to the cis women, to everybody. Because <laughs> I feel like we talk about literally everything. So that is a form I started to just start to take the initiative of trying to, you know, spread awareness of the different type of patterns we have in the tea part. So it's just like...
0: And how we view them. Yeah. And how we think about them. How we um, navigate spaces with them. Right. Yeah. Interesting.
2: I just... I just think that everybody can be more educated about the world around them, no matter what community you're
0: in. Yeah.
2: (laughs) My topic today is it's kind of it's really kind of a what did you do what would you do type of tea. uh-huh, so there was this couple a, a gay couple who was riding in an uber and they were riding the in um on the highway and i guess they decided to kiss in the car and their uber driver was homophobic and pulled over on the highway and let them out of the car and drove the fuck off how do you stand up for your <laughs> your rights in that instance what are are there things that have happened to you where you were like damn that's fucked up and you shouldn't be able to do that where do I go in order to correct this wrong that that has happened to me or so that it doesn't happen to someone else That is in my shoes in the future because I had an incident that happened to me with my car lot I got into it with them well my car lot with the um my car dealership I got it into I got into with them and the lady over the phone ended with trying to hang up in my face and called me a she or whatever I am and then hung up and I was like damn like you shouldn't be able to get away with saying some shit like that to me Mm -hmm. where can what can i do to make sure that this doesn't happen to somebody else that's trans Mm -hmm. so that you can't you can't harm other people and you are in a line of business
0: sometimes you got to accept that sometimes culture hasn't changed enough to for us to have enough power to change Mm -hmm. the situation right then some you can like that situation with the uber mm-hmm. so first of all i would try to see what kind of legal standing that i would have in that situation because i don't think you can just put somebody i think put somebody out on the um freeway on the freeway mm-hmm. i don't think that that i think that breaks the rules and so you can hold uber liable i think i'm not 100 percent for sure but i would try it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in that particular situation um in your situation with the phone call some people get will try to get off some disrespect because they know you have no power in that situation you can call you can make a complaint they're just gonna say oh send her an email i
2: did call make a complaint and they yeah. said i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry that happened to you it. i'm sorry, sorry like, bitch what you mean you're sorry that happened to me okay so i want to go up there now and throw fucking ice <laughs> with juice in it all over your fucking face and desk and Mm -hmm. your whole area and then
0: what and and then what about the person is the person who gonna be there when you go up there to do that the person who hung up on you how would you know right so if
2: I I'm gonna make a blank trip or when I do do it is it gonna put me in jail or what consequences is gonna happen how Mm -hmm. can I benefit from this no it's just gonna make it even worse for the next person that's like me so my question to you guys is Mm -hmm. has there been an instance that you can remember where you're like, damn, that's fucked up. And I don't think that that should not have, that should have happened to me. And what could I have done to do something about it?
1: Many times when I've been with you and how, <laughs> not, I mean, i I'm just, this is being real. Like okay. just being with you and to how I had to build a, a mindset and change my reactions mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would do is I would just be like, "Hey, you could talk all you want, but it's one thing if you touch me. <laughs> I'm chilling right now. Oh yeah, we talking, yeah. And choose we having your an awesome time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad you're having fun. But if you touch me or her, it's a different story. So I just, I just choose to live in that reaction. Whereas just deliberately like putting me on a freeway, like there's no way I'm getting out.
0: Yeah, I'm not getting out the car. No, like I'm not I'm not, get, no. In that situation, I'm not getting out. No. Exactly. You're gonna take me somewhere where I can get out if you want me to yeah. get out. You can <laughs> right. take me to get out. Oh, we're gonna twirl. Oh, no, I'm not gonna twirl you. <laughs> I would. I'm, I'm gonna mace the whole car so you can't make no more money today. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mace the whole car. She's petty. So baby. as I F- That's me. see <laughs> Seeing word word to the
2: the wise definitely don't fuck with Diamond because Diamond thinks every time I talk to Diamond, Diamond is thinking a way she can maze you, bitch.
0: She was trying to. I want to stop your money because if I get out the car, you can just go take another trip. I want to stop it since she you stopped my ride in a smart way. You stopped <laughs> my ride. I'm gonna stop your whole day. Diamond is strategic. Fish. Now, now they do got a thing when you tear up their car that they pay two hundred and fifty dollars. But I'm gonna get that money back from Uber because you put me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gonna wear this out, so we gonna I'm gonna get that coin back. <laughs> but you gonna stop riding today, <laughs> or they go eyes gonna be burning and watering.
1: <laughs>
2: but you not you're not driving from here when you drop me uh-uh. off safely, bitch.
0: Somebody gonna have to come pick you up. Just Thank like you. they got to come call your Uber girl. <laughs> <laughs> call you a Uber now.
1: Have y'all seen that one video where it was a gay Hispanic
0: man in the back of an Uber? Yeah, about being racist to that, right. to that African. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They were drunk and being stupid annoying. Yes. Yeah, um, people can be extra, but if it's just about some fucking kissing. yeah. And you put people be, out, and I'm paying for this ride. Get out of here, girl. No. I would. Mm. I don't know. I feel like there's been situations for me that I have to choose my battle. So it used to be so. Like for example, like if I'm going, I don't have the most feminine voice. I gotta, you know, I. You if sometimes you might get it, sometimes you might won't. So mm-hmm. sometimes if I'm talking on the phone with somebody on a customer service and they misgender me. I don't give a fuck Like I don't I'm trying to get, Are you Is my bill paid Have a good day Bye bye You. I'm not gonna correct you I'm not gonna make this An awkward moment So it can last This call can last longer Than what I need it to last No uh, You call me a circle Alright bye Did you fix my shit That I need to be fixed Great boom Awesome Or, or I'm ordering my food At the drive through Yeah and you say, sir, or you do something, da 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 da. I'm not going to correct you. I want my motherfucking food. I'm not making this into a battle. I'm not going to be like, uh, I'm a ma'am. <laughs> you need. I'm not going to do that in that situation.
2: But it wouldn't cause for that, especially if they can't see you.
0: <laughs> but I know some people who is annoyed by it just because it happened. Mm-hmm. And so for me. I'm I'm not gonna turn that into a battle. That's a waste of my time for me. Give me my motherfucking food I'm hungry bad. <laughs> I don't care what you <laughs> what now if I'm at the window And you say sir then I'm then it's my leg. And my chin is a pooch to my chin. <laughs> Girl. If I'm at the window, <laughs> then it's different. <laughs> But um I'm trying to think I'm it's just certain battles that I don't like when I'm at work. Okay, let's say at work. Say somebody misgendered me at work. I'm not about to make this a learning moment.
2: Oh, you better than me. i I make I make, I definitely make work
0: experiences learning. So
2: moments. no <laughs> No, I'm not
1: about
0: to make this a learning moment. I want you, you try to get it. out. So if you say it's an accident, because usually for me, <laughs> when I'm at work, it's like an accident. It's almost like I'm talking about customers, not employees. Like, if, if it was my p- employees, I fixed them immediately. But I'm talking about customers. It's going to be gone in two minutes, any fucking way. I'm not about to make it a battle. I'll make it a moment with people that I'm going to see the next day or see for the rest of the week. A learning moment. Uh, and so I'll be, I, if I say in that moment, if I feel the need mm. I, and I'll say, no, ma'am, and you continue, then it's disrespect. And then mm-hmm. I gotta make the situation. But if it's just one little incident, or like you just say it and then turn around, oh my bad, I'm sorry. It, I'm not gonna. I have to choose my battles. I have to choose what is worth it in this situation. Mm-hmm. Can this situation rumble up into something totally ugly? Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody can misgender you, and you be by you correcting them, it clocks it clocks you in front of everybody. But if you would just let it long, let it alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have thought. But because you pointed it out, oh, it turned into something. <laughs> right. It's so many situations that it's like, mm, this ain't worth it right now for me. And mm-hmm. so I choose not to make it a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, it's about the level of disrespect. Is it, and I, you can tell when a motherfucker misses you on accident. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when it's a person who is ignorant Mm-hmm. And you can tell when it's meant to be disrespectful.
2: Sometimes it be in character and you kind of have to think about it cuz some people know that they blandly trying to put, like they'll put, they'll put on an act as if they didn't know. Right. To to seem like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a pretend like I didn't know. I'm going to say it the way I'm a, I'm a say it in a way like it seems like I didn't know,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I need you to know that I do know." And but I, I want to say you it in that yourself. way long so you that you don't yourself. try to
0: Confront me. As long as you correct yourself, I don't care. Mm. (laughs) You can Whatever yo. If you know, you could know for a fact, that is a trans woman. (laughs) And long as you... When I correct you, and you don't continue to misgender me, I don't care. However you want to feel it, whatever your situation, your attitude, whatever. If I correct you, and you fix it, I'm not going to think nothing else. I'm going to move on. But if you continue, that's when it gets disrespectful for me. Um, And... Certain situation I'm trying to think Of a situation That doesn't have to do With misgendering That happens um,
1: <laughs> uh, I was thinking Of an instance Yeah it's What <clears throat> um, I was actually At the Baskin Robbins In Rice Village mm-hmm. And it I, I thought I was tripping It was this girl That worked there I had on a muscle shirt And I think I didn't have On a binder That day And She was like She said girl But I was just like Hmm maybe I'm tripping (laughs) and then then, because this was kind of recent and um, because I haven't been like clocked my whole transition it's only been like three unclockable
2: realness you get through
1: it's been like three three years and eight months no clock since which is a short amount of time I was waiting for it to happen all day 24
2: seven go ahead (laughs)
0: <laughs> extra, <laughs> right? Extra, right? Extra. extra and, it, it all was, about and, it. and it was
1: this girl, and then like she was like, "Oh, girl," and she did it again, and I was like, hmm, "I just kind of just paid it because I." It wasn't until after I was like, "Wow,
0: I just got clocked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boom,
1: <Boom-pa-dum. laughs> I was like, oh, "Whatever, I'm just having yeah. my ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> thank you. This ice cream good. She was nice. I mean, too. She was still yeah. nice, even but though she, she was. like But when did
2: she thought you was a butch queen?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, that yeah. could be too. But why would she think that? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> why would she think <laughs> you
0: was a girl? Bitch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. Because <know. laughs>
1: uh, I'm, I'm. I. Wasn't, I wasn't. I was being quiet. So that don't mean
2: make she think you were a butch queen.
1: Uh, yeah, right <laughs> you don't know
2: weird. what
0: she thought that's weird i've but never I can heard see of that. that you never know <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to think of a situation where i felt like i couldn't do anything i wish i would have sat down and thought this because mm-hmm. i've never been in a situation where somebody like put me out i have been in a weird ass situation with an uber driver where he was asking me about my marriage and why I wasn't married and got to having this weird ass conversations about American women, about American women and why we don't get married and <laughs> just real patriarchal, weird ass shit. Like, I, like, why are you having this conversation with me? <laughs> like, it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like really trying to give me a moral lesson about womanhood. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. It was really strange. What and was I their know- ethnicity? Um, some Middle Eastern motherfucker mm-hmm. and so <laughs> it was strange as fuck but I'm trying to think of a situation
2: I would I would expect that I would be like mm, okay yeah like I, I expect no shade but just because of their culture I expect drive for the,
0: the car <laughs> <laughs> stop talking to me drive the car but see you
2: not like me like I'm you very talk-y. you talking
0: you talking I did that candy. Candy. yes yes, yeah. ma'am
2: and I end up spilling my tea by the end of the car ride so yeah. you could gag yeah. and
0: Mia is Chatty Cathy, and she
1: will.
0: I <laughs> must did that with all of you in the car. She will get real personal. <laughs> mm-hmm. How you put your tampon in? How you took your balls? How you took your balls? It just it just gets real extra, and I I don't I don't you know I with strangers I'm real. <laughs> no thank you. We're not talking. Don't talk to me play the music don't ask me a million questions i really hate for uber drivers to be really really talky 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 but it's it's part of
2: their customer service they be trying to give you excellent five-star review customer service
0: i'm gonna as long as you get me there fast and safe i'm gonna give you a five star. i don't give no you either get a one or a five with me it's not no in between it's no half it is one or five if you get me there fast and quick uh, i and you get five I. It's You can't ruin Without a Without
2: conversation
0: Without conversation With conversation Only way you cannot give Get a five from me Is if you are I'm gonna um, see if you gonna
2: name it Go ahead
1: When you ask me to give you directions The whole no, ride When I you
0: say I can't eat in your fucking ride. car Oh yeah But no 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 Now my new thing is If you say I can't eat in your car I end the trip
2: <laughs> Oh cute
0: Yeah I end the trip Do they gag? Yeah. I was like, oh, you can't accommodate me. I'm going to cancel the trip. (laughs) And they gag. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can't accommodate me. And usually they say, don't worry about it. Just don't spill none in my car. I was like, thanks. I know. I'm not going to spill anything. And -hmm. if I did, you get $250 from my account. Mm -hmm. You know that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anyway. For cleaning fees. But I don't know. I've never been in a situation like that where it was like somebody... Directly discriminating against me in regards to recent, like back in the day, you know, bathroom mm-hmm. shit, Um, putting me out of clubs. Um
2: It could be anything. You didn't have to be recent.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, shit. I had this lady that asked thing. me
1: to give her directions the whole ride. I,
0: was I would like, say just, oh, you know, that don't gosh. annoy me. I actually prefer that. Mm-hmm. Really? Because the GPS be fucking up. If uh-huh. I just tell you.
2: Where to go and get
1: there yeah. quick. It was just annoying because like we would pass up the exit and it, we, it just kept it felt like we were stomping on the brakes every five seconds. Mm. It was just oh, yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you it need to speak lie. to me
2: when you in the car. <laughs> if you don't say nothing and you just drive I feel like you don't you didn't want to come pick me up today.
0: Oh so, yeah, bitch, cause I need you a Jenny Cathy. you need a Jenny <laughs> Kathy
2: I be- need a good girlfriend on the way.
0: Wow. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like bitch chat chit chat me and let me know about your lifestyle how Mm. did you do you like ubering
0: yeah no i do not (laughs) like small talk it's annoying now if we're gonna have big talk no that's sickening. i do you i do live for a person who can have a little bit of big talk like if you want to talk about politics you want to talk about race you want to talk about gender i'll if you got a brain to do it and we go there Oh, this is about to be my love. Let's wear it out. I do do that. But if you on some,
1: oh, I went to this restaurant before. Do you like Have you bread? been there? How's the weather?
0: Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Oh, no. I'm good. I, don't I will like give you the driest, quickest talk. I'm fine. I don't like but that. But see, either. the
2: small talk leads to the big talk. I only do that at work. No. Oh. No. I'm just.
0: Mm-mm. Don't know. <laughs> big talk No talk it, it, It's a star, start star. big, <laughs> star big.
1: Like, Usually they'll start it out They be, like, Hey what you think about Trump doing this right now Yes right big talk
0: Yes yeah. get to the meat and potatoes <laughs> 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 And don't let no fucking Gospel be preaching on the On the <laughs> On the radio, I'm reading your religion. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm 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 pulling out scriptures on you to, to dispute what he has to say. And they giving you a one. They are giving you a one. That's
2: fine. I'm fine with me <laughs> That gonna stop me from taking the Uber?
0: I'm uh, uh, taking a Lyft. <laughs> oh, Lyft. You can try it if you want to. Different company. I, I hear that. Lyft is better though. I live for Lyft. Lyft. Is yeah, She's cheaper too. It. She's cheaper too. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, what is I don't know. I can't think of a situation, Mia. I, but I know I choose my battles when and I strategically I if I'm in the moment and angry and it's not a physical thing, I immediately go into how can I make this situation worse for the person that's doing this to me? Mm-hmm. And so like in that situation, if I was the I always keep making my purse. <laughs> if I was the if I was being put out on the highway, First of so all, I wouldn't have got <laughs> out. So number one, so but if you're you, not getting out the car, I'm not getting out the car,
2: man, please leave.
0: You either gonna have to twirl me out. And then that's going to be a whole situation, <laughs> which it, I'm going to hear for that. Or, or I'm going to mix it up in that situation. So I don't know. It just, it's really circumstantial. Like, I can't tell you what I would do in, in every situation, but it's going to be strategic. It's going to be anything that leads me to some coins, I'm gonna try to sue you. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to do something if it's if I have the power to do it the right way. But mm-hmm. if it's if if I don't have the power to do it the right way, like your situation with the phone thing, sometimes I'll just pay it and not let it go because mm-hmm. it doesn't. It, it's more drama and more effort for me to go, try to do something than to just let it go. Yeah, or the consequences that come behind it. Yes, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Some of it can be too draining to be like, man. I'm just gonna toot my nose, up girl. Mm. Not in a a snort coke type type of way.
0: For <laughs> what? For you, girl. How you gonna coke bitch?
2: My, I just you know the girls. <laughs> I done heard that 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 terminology like the girls was tooting their nose. I heard that a long time ago. I was like, wait a minute, you know I don't want you to think that, girl. That like, I'm taking a little break to toot some snort some coke. Like no. <laughs> Well,
0: okay. I think we did a show. I think so, <laughs> I think so, too. I'm yawning over here. <laughs> Babe. Oh, I be having to edit out so many yawns. I'm like, this nigga, really? we having... Me and you will be having a good conversation. And this nigga... <sighs> <sighs> oh,
1: really? I'm amazing, and I'm like... Sleepyhead.
0: <laughs> He yawned like three times. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> was the day. I was like, I got to cut a damn yarn out. <laughs> <laughs> and It'll we was tired. getting it. <laughs>
1: I'll be tired.
0: <laughs> well, all right, y'all. Make sure y'all check out the links in the bottom of what's the podcast called? You still ain't got anyway. The podcast is in the in the bottom. We will be at South by Southwest. And um I'll be in D.C., Maryland, Baltimore area for um some, I don't know name either. All right. I'll put the links in the bottom. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. You going to take that part out? No. Ah. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all.
2: And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at DiamondStyles at gmail.com. That's d i a m o n d s t y l e s at gmail.com. And that's it
0: for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> 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 Every little thing's gonna be alright Oh, oh all right. don't you worry about a thing be alright <laughs> 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 <laughs>